Away wins from Cadbury FC. You can win a family trip and go away with Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester City, Man United or Tottenham Hotspur. Search Cadbury Away wins for details and a chance to score. TNCs apply. Visit awaywins.cadburyfc.com. The Hard Shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Well, welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. As always, on a Friday, we conclude uh, the week's output by getting together an assorted group in a final furlong panel where we take a quirky look back over some of the interesting things of the past seven days. It's a great pleasure to welcome back Jess Kelly, News Talk's technology correspondent, amongst many other things, Jim Elliott, comedian, and Mary O'Rourke, Fianna Fáil Minister. Jess, uh, just before we get to our first uh, topic, yes. uh, you're producing the Pat Kenny show. I am. Yeah, well, tell us about Splunk. So Splunk is our You know Irish... I don't approve of this Irish No, stuff. I know, you absolutely hate it but I love it so Splunk <laughs> is our Irish language programme and it's hosted by Kuno Flarda uh, so he hosts the programme every week and I went to a Grail school and I did Irish geography in college and I'm now putting that education to good use by producing the programme every what week What time does it go out at? It goes out between 10 and midnight and the interesting thing is that we're not talking about the Hydley Ho Grailga stuff that you so might on, expect on what night? On a Friday night okay. so tonight, tonight. Uh, so we talk about everything from Brexit to Trump and so on Oscarga. Oscarga. Oh, and great great to hear oh, yeah. You should tune. You're so facetious, <laughs> That'll Ivan. That'll drive ratings through their ceiling. You're such All a right. sign. No, <laughs> hang on now. I'm getting my full plug in. Shut up okay. for a second. We well, also the tech have, show. You're still doing the tech I'm show. I'm still doing the tech show, but let me complete my uh, plug okay. with Splunk. We also have a great interview this evening with Marcus Obukla, who is the communications manager for Leinster Rugby. Oh. And we have a brilliant conversation, Oscar Elga, about concussion and about the business of rugby. And you can go and snark All at right. me now. Go on. All right. No, it's oh, okay. Very Mary, good. Mary, Mary, yeah, you're yeah, off yeah. on a bit of a holiday. Yeah, you? I'm going to... Valencia Island. It's no I've longer never been island. on it. What's it Cutting like? Out. Well, there's a ferry you don't, um, and a bridge. But it's lovely. It's where they do, they climb to the Skellig Mountain. You know, the, it's right beside that. And it's there's a lovely small boutique, as you might call it, hotel, pub, called the Moorings. And I love it. And the pub is part of the hotel. Well, you're not to drink too much. You know that. Oh, well, you know, well, you know, no, I'll be on the premises. <laughs> She's okay. on vacation, Ivan. Would you uh, let her have a good Jim, time? Jim, you're performing tonight. That, in the... I'll be on tonight in the uh, in the International, in the International Comedy Club. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Come well, see what us. What time is that at? Uh, the first show is at half seven, second show is at half nine. And do you vary it from show to show? Or is it like... A little bit. Well, because you're always trying to improv. trying to do new material. Like any time you're doing 10 minutes or 20 minutes, you want to have a couple minutes of new stuff in there, and if the new stuff bombs on the early show, then I'm probably not going to do it on the late show. Or if I really believe it, I'll do it again, and I'll just lean into the bomb. Come watch me be terrible, people. It'll be fun. Enjoy. Now, <laughs> let's... let's uh, earlier on the show, we had Mary Kenny in studio, the Irish independent columnist and writer, of course, saying the tragedy that modern men uh, have lost all the traditional skills of being a handy-andy, being able to fix a boiler, and they're now getting in touch with their feelings and they're becoming feminist. And that she was was, was unhappy. But is this a view you share, Mary O'Rourke? <laughs> I would wish men who had been in my life when I had guys all the time, I would wish they had been more simpatico. Yes, I would. But I do think... 
You like them to be a bit of both. You like them to be able to put up the shelf, quell the crying baby and talk about their feelings. You like to have all of it wrapped up in a really desirable but, but, man. But, 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 but have we lost some of the more macho skills of men in creating modern men? Well, no, I don't think so, because I think the macho skills can can exist very nicely beside those warm, touchy-feely skills. You don't have to be one thing or another. You can be a good mixture. Yeah. And that's what I would like in a man, yeah. if I was now looking for a man. Yeah, I know that. That's well, what I, I would look See, for. a lot of people say for young guys today, it's actually very difficult. There is an identity crisis in the male of the species. Is this true, Jess Kelly? Yeah, well, it's fed by people like yourself who kind of oh, roll their yes. eyes to the skies uh, when you talk about someone being touchy-feely or when you talk about someone being a man's man or the machoism. It's all bullshit. Get him, like, Jess. No, I, I, I'm no. absolutely like passionate I'll give her enough about... rope here. Carry yeah, on. Yeah. Go on. I'm waiting for you to just turn around going you're an over-emotional snowflake. Remember the rugby tonight? <laughs> Listen. So, no, just, just carry on. There. No, so, so my issue is that I think this is... That men have changed the good thing. It's, but it's all stereotypes. For as long as men have existed, there have been multiple types of men. Mm. And I think the notion of, oh, they're just good at DIY or they're just good at this is complete crap. As a woman who works in technology, people, like I have walked into meetings before and people are baffled that I can talk about technology because they think that I'm there to make the tea. So the whole stereotypical thing. Oh, no. no you're I you're doing the old soldier there now. Like, yeah. that isn't, of course, there's as many women in technology as men. What? No, but no, but sorry. The sto- sorry. The back- hold on. Sorry. The backstory to this, a survey was done by a website called My Name Tags of 2,000 Britons and they were saying, what is nice in modern men and so on? Fake tan and waxed eyebrows were complete no-nos, but they said the role of modern man is evolving. It's heartening to see the definition of accomplished man becoming more diverse, inclusive, showing a clear move away from traditional stereotypes. I mean, what a load of nonsense. Mm. Well, that is a load of nonsense. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, like, you see, you see, what, like, it, it, you really want to make men feminists. Is that it? That's You'll exactly be happy what then. I'm saying, Ivan. You'll thank be you happy. For, thank you for paraphrasing because I wasn't able to make a point myself. <laughs> thank you so much there, sweetheart. Thank All right, you. Jim. Yeah, Jim. Jim. Fair, fair play to you, love. No. <laughs> you're such a swine. Oh. So Jim, well, Jim, you are. You are. What age are you now? You're kind of I'm modern. Thirty nine. So you're so right I'm, in the yeah, middle I'm, of it. I'm, I'm but, uh, no, early I'm, millennial. So what, what, what do you take of this? I'd, can you can you change a light bulb? Can, can you change a, a light bulb? Who can't change yes. a light bulb? All right. Could Come you on. could you put put on a plug? Uh, could you wire up a plug and know the green wire and the yellow wire and the brown wire? I can't. However. I would take a shot at it with my smartphone in my hand watching a YouTube tutorial. Mm -hmm. I would take a shot at it. And I might kill myself and electrocute myself by doing it, but I'll give it a go. I don't think that, like Mary said, I don't think it's an either or. Like, no, No. I can't fix a boiler because you have to be a licensed electrician to fix a boiler. And I'm not. I'm a comedian. What do you want from me? And would you like to talk if you were depressed, if you felt depressed? Hmm. Would you like to talk to somebody about it? I would probably talk to my therapist about it. That's who I usually talk to about these (laughs) kind of things. you're an expensive boy. I mean, no, I go to therapy. Uh, I think more guys do go. Ivan, you go to therapy? Have you ever been to therapy? No, I have been, but I'm not. And it's not a regular thing? It's like exercise, man. You need it all the time. We all do. 
We got to go talk to somebody. You kind of see it as a maintenance thing. It's a it's it's a health thing. Like, wouldn't you? If you go to the gym regularly, then you're the kind of person that should go to therapy regularly. Your brain is more important than your than your your glutes or any part of your any part of your musculature. Why wouldn't you attend to it? It's a thing that I think that we don't talk about enough. Guys. And would you be able to do a, a, a sort of complex IKEA pack and put it together? I am. Excellent at, at flat pack furniture. Oh, yeah. I put I list that as I a skill it. on well, my LinkedIn you're resume. You're a genius. It's, yeah, there we go. I, I, it's like I, it's I, like I, adult Lego. Go on, he has another joke no, to make no, about no, me. No, 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 no. I on. mean, and so so you're the handy Andy in your house, are you? Yes. Right, mm-hmm. and, and you can you can do all the things that any traditional caveman could have done. But I can't cook. That's my big right. Thing. Hey, okay. me neither. I am absolutely useless when I cook. I can't, I, I can't butter bread. I don't use butter on bread anymore because I'm that appalling. Hmm. But I do have uh, like I do like to break things and fix them, and I figure yeah. out how they work. Yeah. And I, I don't think. Well, it's... you're very adaptable, then, aren't you? Yeah, but he's a great person. Is basically. he? And who does the cooking? Uh, uh, my boyfriend. And uh, is he good? Oh, he's an it? incredible cook. What kind of things would you cook? Anything. Harry can open an empty fridge and he will still make a stellar meal. One of the findings was seven out of ten people agreed that positive male traits had changed since their father's generation. Good. Would yeah. that be true? I yes, think it, it is would. true. It would. Because yeah. I'm father's generation. I mean, like, you oh. know, I, but I, if I think of my father, certainly times have changed. Yeah, mm. they absolutely have. Yeah. That's yeah. a good but thing. I think that's a very good thing. The positive thing. male trait that you used to associate with the old fathers is the kind of guy that never told anybody he was and in pain. And then he walked into a river when he was 65. That's what, that's what a positive male yeah. trait was back then. Now people can actually say, like, hey, man, I'm hurting right now and I need help. That's not a bad thing. All right, touchy feely. There you okay. go. Okay. All right, <laughs> right. Let's 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 catch up with the latest news headlines. Okay. Thanks for that news update. My final furlong panelists are Jess Kelly of News Talk, Jim Elliott, and Mary O'Rourke. Take a listen to this. Tell Prue not to talk with her mouth full. So uncouth. He's too posh. Too black. Too much Botox. <laughs> It wouldn't be so bad if he tried to make himself look like a normal woman. Let me explain. Uh, Channel 4 have done a promotion, uh, presumably for their autumn schedule, taking all the listeners' complaints and recycling them that the complained of person. So, but it got us thinking here on complaining. Uh, do we put up with things? Do we complain in Ireland enough? Well, what do you think, Jim? I think you people are amongst the greatest complainers the world has ever seen. Are you kidding me? Do the Irish complain enough? Is that a question that we're actually asking on the radio? Yes. Are you? Yes, of course. I, you guys here. Okay. <laughs> I've been living here for long enough now that I've acquired a new habit when I go on holiday that I never used to have. And that is I check the weather where I live. Not where I'm on vacation, but where I actually live, and I look at it, and if it's bad weather, I go, <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's great. I never used to do that before. I picked that up from you people. You guys love to complain about whatever. Have you guys ever done this? So you go to somebody, oh, uh, hey, uh, in two weeks, I'm going to, I don't know, Spain for a holiday. I'm going to Barcelona. And somebody go, oh, two weeks. That's the, you know, that's the height of the humid season. You're going at the exact wrong time. <laughs> Have you heard that? But that isn't complaining. That's, that's just sensible advice. That's just advice. negative, oh, no, no, sensible no, no, no. advice. 
price. How many times would you be out at a restaurant? Someone would, you know, in the company complain about something and the waiter come along and say, everything all right? And you say, oh, yeah, yeah. See, I I feel like that's a separate category of complaining, though. And I I do acknowledge that that is absolutely a phenomenon. The order comes Mm -hmm. and one person did not get what they ordered and they don't say anything to the waiter. And the waiter walks away and they tell the table, like, you know, this is not what I ordered. Why are you telling us we can't fix this? Mm -hmm. Tell the person Mm -hmm. that can fix it. I think this is riddled in some sort of Catholic guilt. Don't want to rock the boat thing. That's what right. I think that is. I well, just don't want to. I'll complain. I will absolutely make everybody else as miserable as I am. You'll moan, but you won't but, complain. Bam. Well, I, I there it think is. we That's don't complain enough about you know. food. You know, the waiter comes along, you're all, everything all right? He's not expecting that you're going to say everything isn't everything all right. Everything is not right. all right, actually. I don't like the cane. And it's or your job to fix it. And it's just the way he says everything all right and wafts away again. I mean, stupid. We don't complain enough. But that's because when we were younger, you were taught, eat up and shut up. Sort and be polite. Of, and is be it, polite. Is it not impolite to complain? Why? Well, I mean, if like, you, ordered, you know, who, if you, who's interested in a whinge fest? Well, you don't want to, but if you like ordered... Like an Moaning Mary, who No, I don't that? want a I Moaning mean, Mary, Mary, but I would like to say I don't like that salad that came with that salmon or whatever. Yeah. And could you change it, please? Yeah. Please uh, be uh. polite if you're complaining, but I hate the general... And would you complain? I would. Oh, yes, I would. I'd say I So don't. if you're down in Valencia and you get a bad pint, would you complain? Yeah, well, I don't. I can pint, <laughs> so I won't complain. But anyway, no, I do think... Like if something was too salty or too much chilly in it. But you got a glass of wine that it. was just off. The wine was off. It was corked. Yeah. 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 No, if the wine is cold and it's meant to be Bam. warm, there you go. red wine. And you'd say something. Right. I would. I'd say the, the wine isn't warm enough. Yeah, right. And, and, and Good I'd, for you. Uh, you can imagine. Yes. But if you're like out, with, if you're if, if you're out you with the, if you're out <laughs> with a mixed table, yeah. they all the fellas don't want you to complain. Oh no, no. no. Do you think men uh, complain less so than women? The men complain much less. And uh, I think you're right. I oh, I know right. they do. Yes, they yes. complain much. I've thought about this, and I've thought about being out with people and in mixed company. And the big thing I hate is the waiter who says, everything all right? And it's not yes. all right. No eye contact. You think they're just being superficial about just it. They're not really engaging with it's you. Just, instead of saying, did you like your fish? Yeah. Did you, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I don't think we complain enough, but I do think you can't go out and complain, 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 complain. There's I mean, a right way and a wrong way to complain, not to not to be too hostile about it. Yeah, but can, just I, be can I just say to you, I don't like the salad? Yeah. Could we, maybe I could have a change. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. He... Jess, I'd say you, you're not afraid to complain. How very <laughs> oh, dare you. I'm going to complain to your producer after this segment. <laughs> so but anyway, no, this. there are only three things that I just don't think are acceptable. And that is rudeness, lateness, or if I feel unsafe. So I have complained. Rudeness, lateness, or unsafe. Yeah, yeah. okay. So if someone's rude to me, I will complain. Um, yes. If somebody is late for a meeting, I will be. I will say to them, like, mm. come on. Yep. Um, and if I feel unsafe. So there have been times in taxis where like... I, if, few weeks ago I was in a taxi and he broke through three red lights because I was coming Ooh, in here at yeah. quarter past five in the morning yeah, yeah. so I did write and complain about that right. so it, they're, the, they're my only three criteria the rest of the time I don't really like talking to people like if I don't have to talk to anyone I won't mm, so I mm. won't engage in a complaint. but in the context of, of, of customer service 
for a meal or just don't or, tip. That's how I complain. All right. Yeah, if you're not so happy, if you ordered something with no mayonnaise oh, and yeah, a sandwich with no mayonnaise yeah. and it comes the with mayonnaise, it's a good um, tool. That yeah. Is, that, yeah, that's the purpose of it though. You huh. like it reflects the service. I yeah. I'm not that fussy in terms of I don't have any food allergies or anything like that. So yeah. if the meal is incorrect, I'll just deal yeah, with yeah, it. Well. And do it. Americans complain a lot? Are you kidding me? Yes, we do, they especially do, in the service industry. Yes, we say have a nice day, Ivan, but we don't really mean it. That's just a convention. Okay, that's just like saying how are you well, and t- you don't actually me, expect somebody how, to tell how, you how, how they Americans are complaining will be different. we're so picky with what we order and have you ever seen this this is a great move that, that Americans do where they sit down at a table at a restaurant and there's four of them and it's a busy restaurant and they sit down and, and before they even order their food they will tell the waiter and by the way we're in a hurry they're not in a hurry. They don't right. have theater tickets or a train ticket yeah. or anything like that. They just go, hey, by the way, I feel entitled and I would like for you to pay more yes. attention to me. I actually now, don't like slow service. Yeah. Because I really don't. of the like, tipping cost. Like like slow service. Like no, my, no, my problem is with my back. Sick. And the longer it goes on, yeah, the more pain see, I'm in. The only thing is they usually go off and cook it. Like it's been cooked as you order. Mm-hmm. And some people, this is the whole experience. It's a right to drag yeah. out yeah. all night. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, but yep. sometimes they go slow because you'll drink more and you get the bill will go But up that's the thing. Off. And that is the tipping culture. That's the power of the tip. If you want to be a demanding consumer, you can. But you have to intimate that you are going to make it worth that waiter's while mm-hmm. to pay extra special attention to this table. And you better follow up on that. You really do. I consider that a breach of the social construct. If you're going to be a needy consumer and then not reward them on the back end with a big tip, okay. that's why I like tip People three. have no difficulty complaining about everything on the hard shoulder, <laughs> and it's absolutely encouraged. 53106. We're going to take a quick break, and after the break, I'm going to find out from the panel, would they like to Welcome know back the to the final part of the final furlong. My guests today, it's a great pleasure to welcome back my colleague here in News Talk doing the Splunk program at 10 o'clock on Friday night. About, <laughs> uh, 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 about everything interesting. Uh, the tech program at the weekend, and she's also uh, producing the Pat Kenny uh, uh, show. I don't know. What she does on a normal week, which is usually abroad. Jim Elliott, comedian, who is in the International tonight, uh, performing twice. And Mary O'Rourke, former Fianna Fáil minister, who's off to Valencia on her holidays uh, for next week. Look, we, now we discussed earlier in the week, and Terry Prone was in, uh, this new facility whereby you can get a blood test which will have 14 different biomarkers in your blood. And they analysed 44,000 people. And they were able to predict within an 83% accuracy the point of their death in the next five or ten years. So the question is, would you like to know? Would I'd you take it. the test? <laughs> I'd hate it. Well, I, I've been the oldest of any of us in the room, I know my end is going to come before any of you. But I don't want to... Do you know what I want to do, Ivan? I want to go to bed some night and never wake up. That's the way I want to go. That they'll all, And then they're all... I know a guy who can sort lovely, that out. Wasn't she mm. wonderful? Whoa, 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 whoa. And people who gave out about you your whole lifetime and say nice things yes, about you. Yes, of course they would. But that's the way I do not want to know when I'm going to die. Could you imagine anything as awful trying to gobble everything up, trying to drink everything, trying to be nice to everyone, trying to remake your will ten times, maybe, in that period when you knew, no, I do not want to know when I am going to die. Well, I want to just die. Not now, like... I know, I understand. (laughs) That would be inconvenient for everyone. But (laughs) 
Invention. Is there not an right. element of denial about that? I'll give me two. I'll give you two positives. First of all, if you got this blood thing and they said, well, actually, you need to change your lifestyle if you want to live a bit longer, because if you keep going the way you're going mm. in a particular right, state, yeah, if you're smoking yeah, yeah. or drinking, that there might be some benefit into you to actually be part of the 17 percent to get wrong. So that that is one thing that I would see. But the other thing is this, that a lot of people. If they find themselves on, sadly, on their deathbed, they might say, oh, I wish I had done this, I wish I had done that, if I'd known I was going to go this quickly. <laughs> and and the, the point being that, that it, with longevity, that's fine. That's fine. And I suppose there is a national average, 85 years, mm. I think it is, for women at the moment. Mm. I mean, like, y- you have to... Realize mortality is a finite commodity and you might want to put things on your bucket list. Well, you see, I don't think of mortality. No, every day I wake up, I say, oh, great, I'm awake. Hop out of bed. I have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And I go about and do all my things. So you but see, is it not denial? You're just trying to pretend oh, it's yeah, not there. I, I, I don't think Are about Are you afraid mortality. of dying? No, I, I'm, I'm not afraid. Of I'm not, no, but I don't want to die. Oh, no, I want to keep living. Of course I want well, to one of the one of the positives when we discussed this mm. is people did feel, in your case with Enda, that you might meet up with them again. That would be an upside. Well, we don't know anything about those things, and I don't think about them. You don't think like that? I, people used to say, oh, and I see if you go to a funeral mass, the priest always says, and Tommy is waiting for Mary. And I think of Enda, like, you know, will he be in his shirt and tie? But then I give a bit of a giggle yes. and I don't think about it. Right. Mm. Jess. It would be lovely okay, to meet Jess, him now, again. Because that is, that is the perspective of, of someone who, who's in, in, in the, we'll say, the autumn of I'm her in, life. I'm in the shadows. Yeah, exactly. The twilight. Well, I was going to say twilight, <laughs> but I was trying to be polite. Uh, uh, Mary, uh, sorry, Jess, what, would you get the test done? No. No way. Not? No, I don't want to know anything like good, that good. at all. And there's a young person now. But there's a reason for it. This isn't normal though. Go on, yeah. <laughs> You're so mean to me. But I'm not normal and I'm aware of that. And I spent the whole of my 20s running and I worked incredibly hard and I was focused on getting to the next thing and getting to the next mm-hmm. thing. And... I, I turned 30 this year and I kind of thought, what was I running for? Hmm. I didn't allow myself to enjoy the different things that I did. I've, I've done some amazing things in the last 10 hmm. years. And now I'm more about, let's just enjoy where I am. Like I need to enjoy where I am right hmm. now hmm. and not worry about what's coming next and not be freaked out. You, you may be able to tell by everything about me, but I'm a great one for the L, you know, worrying. I'm a worrying right. the entire okay. time. And I think if I was to get that test... I'd be worrying, what if they swap my results with someone else? What if they got it wrong? What if I die tomorrow? What if I get hit by a bus and I'm leaving the results? No, no, this doesn't cover freak events. No, but that's what Uh, I'm saying is that I think it would, if I was to get the test, it would place something in my brain that I just do not need in my life. So I am at the grand old age of 30, very philosophical about things. And I'm less about running the entire time and more just enjoying where I'm Mm. at. And and, and do you think uh, if you got the test for your next of kin, Mm. they knowing might be better. This is this is a thing that I've thought about a lot. Do you remember Because all the texts Jolie? yesterday were of the opposite. Yeah. They, 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 uh, we had a very, very sad case of a man text in and, and it was really, really sad. His wife died in the last week mm. and uh, what, what, what had happened was that she was told she was terminally ill mm. and would have until Christmas and then she was told uh, last week that she had 24 hours to live wow. and every th- oh from the moment God. that happened everything turned oh. turned mm. to use mm. he, he used the word shite in other words once a date is put on it you go into this kind of depression oh, yeah. that this is the yeah. real negative mm. to get mm. to know that if you get bad news it actually affects the quality of life the bit of time you have left 
Yeah, I, I just think, again, you're better off living in the moment and yeah. it could happen to I me today if I leave news talk today. Live you know in the I mean? moment. Carpe diem. Do you remember the Latin yes. tag? Seize the day. Yeah. Of right. course, you must seize the day. I would hate it. I'm surprised this is a topic. Who would want to Well, know? it's new technology. It's yeah. new. It's new. Science is developing. Why I'm not avail it. of it? Am I okay. the only one here that's right. into it? Okay, tell us, Jim. Yes, absolutely. Give me the test. Tell me how long I have. Okay, I, I I don't see why those two things are are at opposites. If you know that, okay, well, look, I definitely have ten years, but I definitely do not have fifteen years. That why does that mean that you can't seize the day in a way that you guys are both talking about living in the present? Mm-hmm. And hopefully, why would that not say you know what? Perhaps some of the I don't know long simmering family feuds that you have going on. You mm-hmm. go, you know what? I'm gonna let this go. Because I only have between 10 and 15 years left. I'm not going to spend eight of them pissed at, you know, Auntie Grenadine for whatever she did to whoever. But if you whoever. have a countdown, you know when you're on holidays and yeah. you're going for two weeks. Yep. And then 10 days in, you go, oh, I only have a few days left. Yeah. And you See, start I don't doing think like that. Grim. Do you think like that? Yeah. When you're on holidays on day 12, you go, well, I had a great day. But I got to squeeze every yeah. bit out of tomorrow. That is what yeah. I do. I, I feel like that. Hold on a minute. This is your problem, No, Jess is absolutely right in that. Like, if you're going to somewhere yeah. like Australia, yep. and the, the odds are you'll never go there again, mm-hmm. and you've only four days left, you will try and pack in, oh, I better see this in Sydney, or I better see that Man, in Auckland. I was Auckland. in Japan two weeks ago, and I was watching the countdown, and I don't know if I'll ever go back. And I, I, don't, I don't live that way. I was like, ah, I was sad, because I know ah, on Saturday I get the flight back. But I'm not going to kill myself on Thursday trying to pack too much in. If I if I get <laughs> distracted by something, I'm going to get distracted by something. I don't see why the, having but, that but, advanced but you, knowledge you make means very, that you can't. You a very good point. Just say now it was someone's ambition, like Jess, to travel the world. There's mm. no country she hasn't visited at 30. <laughs> but the point is, most dead news talks expense, but the point is that uh, uh, she's on one of her rare visits to Ireland at the moment. But the, 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 no, it is unbelievable. She's this the most travelled person in the whole of news talk. The, but the, the point is this. Say you were interested in travelling different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. If you were told, as Jim said, you don't have 15 years, but you do have 10 years. You might change your attitude to Stop your travel plans. To, 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 no, no, no. You no, won't no, say, oh, no, look, no, I'll wait no. till I retire to do that. No, no you argument. You might take a sabbatical. No argument would change my mind. I do not want to know when I'm going to die. I know I am going to die, but I don't know when, and I want to go, oh, in the middle of the night. Yeah, no, I know it's the manner of death. I think we all want a quick death <laughs> yeah, we and do. we want a pain-free death. Oh, yeah. But that is that is quite different. No, to... I still don't want to know no. about it right. because I'm going to live life anyway. Yeah. So why do I want to be frantic or frenetic about all right. it? Here's all an right. advantage. If you know within the decade when you're going to die, you can go ahead and take out a whole bunch of 30-year mortgages and just take that money and spend it and stick the bank and in the loss. That's a great advice. No. Come on now. No. Jim's Financial <laughs> Advisory. We are right. open for no. business. Let's, let's turn to our final topic, which comes from a New Zealand story. Oh, yes. So the New Zealand <laughs> Parliament was sitting and they were vigorously debating fuel prices this week. And then the Speaker, the equivalent of the Count Caller, Trevor Mallard, called for order while feeding baby Tutankai his bottle. The newborn joins many other babies in the actual Parliament after Mr Mallard relaxed rules in 2017 to make Parliament more child-friendly. So, that got us thinking here on the hard shoulder. We'll put it to the final furlong. Is there anywhere 
particularly relating to workplaces that children should not be bought, brought to. And I'm particularly talking about infants that, that you know, need a, a lot of care. And, and Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, uh, Mary, what's your attitude? No, would, you, think... would you think it's okay to bring uh, a, a baby into the doll chamber? Well, if the baby needed a feed, a breastfeed, yeah. and you were a member of parliament... Yes, perhaps it would be the correct thing either. Ah, here. No, wait now, wait now. They have pumps, you know. Pardon? They have pumps and pumps. I know one that can store it up and give it. But generally speaking, I don't think kids should be about places. I think, I keep thinking of Sean O'Farrell, Ivan, who you know. He's a lovely middle-aged man with with glasses and very earnest. And here I keep thinking of him with this thing in front of him, shaking it. No, no, no. No, that wouldn't work. No, no, I don't think so. Think kids have their place? Oh, yes, I do. Would you you think it's okay to bring a a baby to school? To school? As a teacher, as a teacher. Oh, no. An infant baby. No, no, I don't think so because you've got to concentrate on the pupils. Right. So so what you're saying is in in most workplaces it's not appropriate. No, I don't think it's applicable at all, really. Okay. The more I go into it. Yeah. Would you like Sean O'Farrell with a baby and his Well, I don't think that a situation will arise because he he attended to one of the female deputies before (laughs) he attended for nurturing and care. Uh, Nothing against his uh, parenting skills. Uh, Jess. Would we, if you now, uh, 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 as many people in news talk go on maternity leave, they take they take parental leave, they take paid leave, they take unpaid leave. The whole because we're at the age group yes. where they're all producing sprogs. Um so it, it's 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 a holiday camp here actually. But bringing babies in while you're still at work would that work um, on the open floor plan we have here? Would it work? Is a good question. No, not really. Mm. Um, I think there do have to like there has to be allowances, and obviously maternity leave and parental leave and uh, paternity leave are all very very important. I don't think it is appropriate to have babies, particularly in our environment, um, and indeed again in the doll. But I do know that parental leave and uh, maternity leave is a big issue in, when you're a politician. Um, but no, I don't think it's it's vital. I think you can make allowances. Uh, but no, I wouldn't think it's appropriate. Mm. Do you know what annoys me more, though? All right. Do you know? And this is a bit of a moan, and to be quite directed. But listen, Grant, you know when uh, we have dogs in the office, people come in. Sometimes you, a vet will come That's in. That's great. Some, no, no, go away. I've rarely seen that. You don't like yeah, dogs? Well, you only work a half day. You come yeah. in for three yes. hours a day. Yeah, that's true. Get a real job. I'm here for twelve hours, and uh, when we're here for our twelve to fifteen hours, I've never seen a dog on the floor. Oh, and it's an absolute wreck. The head. Everyone goes up. Oh, yeah. Go away and try it. No. No, thank I, you. No what? dogs in the office. I'm sitting Jim, in a cubicle. Let babies, me go pet dogs, a dog. What, what What's, I'm, do, babies and dogs are completely different oh, things well, because babies are All right. There's pluses and minuses to the baby thing. A, I want uh, any new parent to have enough leave where they're not worried about their job being mm-hmm. gone when they come back so they can feel like they can do it. But I also understand that sometimes... Well, look, what do you uh, make of this particular story? Hey, if uh, if his partner was out of town and he needed to feed the baby, but he also needed to be in that chair, then feed the baby and hopefully have somebody take the baby away. Here, that's a, a, The negative is having a, a, a wee little needy thing while you're trying to get work done. That's not good. The positive is, I want you guys to think about it. If you are in this environment, 
environment, in an environment like News Talk, how wonderful would it be if you could hold a tiny baby who is having a giant poo just to see the look on Ivan Yates' face? <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd, I'd right. buy a well, baby you, just you, to do that. You, you must remember he's going to have a, a grandchild, grandchild soon. in three weeks' time. And yeah, I expect yeah. to see him in here yeah. at I'd the like final furlong. I want to bring him in. Absolutely. Can we yes, actually do that? Yeah, it would be yeah. a blast. Two chances of that. <laughs> Let's do that. That'd be great. Uh, uh, well, no. Well, you see, the, the reality is that infants... Are, are actually a lot of trouble between squawking oh, yeah. and every Pooing orifice. And, yeah, yes, yeah. Exactly here's, another, here's another benefit of bringing an infant onto a parliamentary floor. A lot of times people are making choices about, I don't know, the environment or gasoline policy. Mm. Maybe hold somebody here and go, hey, here's somebody that's actually going to have to live with 50 years worth of your crappy decisions right now. How about that? There's an right. element of that, but also, uh, can I just make the point that we have babies uh, in the offices and all the rest. The mm. worst thing is having presenters in the office. People like yourselves <laughs> are more wrecked ahead <laughs> than yes. a newborn baby. Yeah. Totally needy. Absolutely. I have, I have my own little cubby hole to get away from his all. <laughs> all right. My sincere thanks to all my final furlong panel for being such good sports and elucidating and educating us on all our topics. Jez Kelly, News Talk technology correspondent, amongst many other things. Jim Elliott, comedian. And Mary O'Rourke, Fianna Fall Minister. All coming to you on the final furlong. And that's our lot uh, from the programme for this week. My thanks to the production team, Dan Flanagan, Ashling Moore, Roisin Davis and John Donovan. Off the Ball is up next. I'm off to London for the weekend. It's a bank holiday over there, so I'll talk to you on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend and thanks for listening. (laughs) 